It's time to lace them up on vsbnradio.com. This is Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson, a complete recap of this week's high school football scores and headlines, plus a look ahead to next week's matchups. Here's Tyler Johnson. Welcome in. Week four is in the books. And no, this is not Tyler Johnson. Uh, The week four edition is going to be hosted by yours truly, Corey Durbin, a voice that you hear on fearthevillage.com. And uh, right next to me is the voice of gotigers.com. A little heartbroken tonight, uh, but we'll get to that. Nick Michaels in the house. Nick, you're not not asleep yet, are you? No, I'm still upset about that game. It was a a tough one for the Tigers tonight, but they'll shake it off, and Coach Bradley will have him practice hard next week and get ready for Columbia. Poor Nick. He's he's been suffering since the end of that uh, heartbreaker. We'll we'll get to it. Uh but first let's um let's just cover some quick scores from around north central Ohio. Uh with in my opinion. Uh this is debatable, Nick, but in my opinion, there's really two big conferences, if you will, in the area. And um I think by being the biggest, having the most uh, notoriety, sort of almost makes them the two most important conferences in the area, mm-hmm. um, if we're all being honest. And those would be the OCC and the MOAC. So we'll start with the Ohio Cardinal Conference first. Ashland falls to 0 and 4 for the first time since I don't know when, Nick. We'd have to go way back probably. Uh, but they get thrashed by Sandusky Perkins in a game that at one point was tied at 14. Sandusky Perkins rattled off 35 straight points and won that game 49 to 14. It's yeah, like you said, uh, they were 0 and 3 in 2019, but then I believe they won three in a row, something like that. And now that the fact that they're 0 and 4 for the first time in a long time, I think you even have to go back before Scott uh, Valentine was their coach, and which was what yeah. eighteen years long ago or something, ago. Yeah. almost twenty years. Yeah, um, you know they had a tough non-conference <clears throat> schedule, though. You know, and yeah. Perkins, they this did. is an up year for the Pirates, but um, yeah, Ashland they lost a lot from last year's OCC championship team, um, but you know they got conference play coming up. They'll have Madison, uh, Mount Vernon, some really winnable games. I think to start getting on a roll here. So. Uh, my game tonight, Lexington all over Mount Vernon really was not close. Lexington came out hot, similar to the way they did last week against Clear Fork, but tonight they showed that growth and they showed that they can in fact finish those games. And they did tonight tremendously 40 to 14 down at uh, Yellow Jacket Stadium, a heartbreaker over at Arlen Field, which we'll get into more in a few minutes. Uh, but, uh, a heartbreaker at least for, uh, the T.Y. Tigers, um, it was West Holmes 20 and, uh, Mansfield senior 17 and, uh, last, but certainly not least, it was St. Vincent, St. Mary 42 and Worcester 10. So that rounds out your, uh, OCC play there. And, um, oddly you've got, uh, with Worcester having to drop the Madison game, you actually had two OCC opponents this week, or two OCC teams playing non-conference games when it typically would have just been one. Yep. Um, so that's something to look for going forward. We'll have to try to, I mean, those teams will try to have to get those uh, conference games in if they can. 
I hope the Madison Rams are well rested because next week, I was told tonight that uh, so far it's a go for next Friday night. They play West Holmes next week, the Red Hot Knights. So uh, <laughs> I hope Coach Stepka has the boys yeah. well rested. Uh, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll look forward to that. Uh, heading over to the Moac, it was Bellevue uh, continuing their run after an impressive win last week over Shelby. They just demolished Clear Fork tonight, forty-eight to seven, down at uh, down in the valley too. Uh, an impressive win there. It was a rough night for me, uh, calling <laughs> for the Tigers, and then my alma mater gets absolutely demolished yeah. by the Bellevue Redmen tonight. But, you know, I mean, if last week wasn't an indicator that the, this Bellevue team is for real, knocking off Shelby, tonight I think uh, cemented that fact. So, um, you know, Max Ray is an explosive running back, and then uh, Hager, the the quarterback, we keep hearing about him. So Bellevue, Coach Nassani, you know, they just reload up there, Corey. Absolutely, and uh, a couple of impressive wins uh, in a row against the Moac teams for Bellevue. River Valley falls for the first time this year, and they did it at Galleon, 42-25. to The Tigers put up some points there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Marion Pleasant, maybe one of the surprise scorers of the night. Marion Pleasant, who was 0-3, gets a win against their rival, uh, Marion Harding, and uh, it was 27-24, to and that game was at Pleasant. Shelby. Uh, bouncing back after a loss. Uh, it was an impressive win. They held Ontario to seven points, uh, but that high-octane offense at Shelby only scored 35 tonight. Uh, it was a, I mean, it was a blowout win, but you would expect Shelby coming off of their first loss of the season last year to put up some points tonight, and they did somewhat, but I, I think that game uh, at Ontario tonight was sort of Shelby just kind of getting back on track and uh, – you know, brushing off the dust from last week. I think it was a cruise control kind of win for the Whippets tonight. It, you know, this is one of those those games, Corey, where you don't really want to show your cards for the league. Um, I'm not nothing against Ontario, but they're down this year, and they got their win last week against Smithville. But uh, not sure if they'll have too many other chances to win games. But uh, they did play pretty hard tonight, and you got to respect that fact. Thirty-five to seven. A lot of people would have thought. 49-7, 49 nothing, but, yeah. you know, Chris Miller's defense played pretty well tonight. Yeah, they hung in there. Uh, so that's your MOAC roundup. We will have updated standings here in just a minute as well. Uh, Seneca East 53 as we head over to the Northern 10. Seneca East 53, Buckeye Central 6. Huge blowout there for the Tigers. Uh, it was Winford bouncing back, and they uh, – I don't – think they really cared who was in the way tonight they were going to try to put up as many points as possible apparently mm-hmm. as uh, Winford wow. beats their uh well they're on the same road Winford and Bucyrus over you, there you know the Copper Kettle Classic uh, it's not much of a classic anymore no. uh, poor Bucyrus but you know I'm not <laughs> surprised it's Winford they run the score up on anyone when they get a chance and you know they're upset because Lucas embarrassed them last week but you know it's a nice bounce back win for the Royals and they did it 72-20. to 20. Carey with a big win. That was the N10 game of the year, potentially, mm-hmm. as Carey all over Colonel Crawford 35-17, and they take the top spot back in the N10. Uh, and Upper Sandusky with a nice win over Mohawk tonight at home as the Rams beat the Warriors 27-13. to 13. We'll go over to the KMAC now. Northmore at the top of the KMAC mm-hmm. uh, standing sheet, and they are 4-0 now with a 21-14 wow. win over Cardington. It was East Knox bouncing back after a loss to uh, Crestview last week. East Knox 41, Centerburg 28. Danville, this game looked like it was on its way to a blowout. 
But Fredericktown pulled back and, and made it close a little bit there, and Danville, though, squeaked out a win at Fredericktown, 28-21. Uh, and then Highland all over Mount Gilead, 41 to nothing. Over to the Firelands Conference now. Not many scores there. It was Crestview over Western Reserve, 21 to 13. Plymouth uh, fell for the first time this year to Monroeville, 42 to 39. Some other scores of note. Lucas stays undefeated. They're 4-0. They beat Willard 30 to nothing. Uh, Willard is just on a, uh, a huge losing streak dating back how many years now, Nick? Two or three. Uh, about three years ago, they had a winning season, um, you know, when uh, uh, Cooper Parrott was there. And, you know, they had quite a few athletes. But ever since then, yeah, the kids aren't there right now, you know, as far as athletic yeah, ability. A little bit but, down patch. Yeah, down patch, I should say. Uh, Harden Northern Beach Ridgedale, 45-12. to 12. It was Tiffin Columbian, where you'll be headed next week. They yep. beat Mayfield tonight, 40-10. to 10. Crestline was shut out by Strasburg tonight, 46-0. Norwalk gets off the schneid. They beat Edison 20-13. Hillsdale, 52. Rittman, 13. Cuyahoga Valley Christian, 41. Loudonville, 6. It was Clyde all over start, 42-14. to uh, Let's see if there's any more here. Uh, Padua Franciscan, 17. Sandusky, 16. It was Triway, 43. Tuslaw, 14. And a high-scoring game here. We're going to have to check this, Nick. I don't know if this is the, the real final. There's no way. But it says on the scoreboard here, Elgin 68, Perry 62. Hmm. I'll have to check Sounds that Sounds like a out. great game. <laughs> if, that, yeah, if that was the score. Um, all right. Now let's get over quickly here to some standings from around North Central Ohio before Nick and I get into the games we covered tonight. Standings. And you can find these on vsbnradio.com. Uh, at the top of the OCC now with a 1-0 record in the conference, 4-0 overall record, West Holmes uh, has put up 150 points through four weeks so far, and they've only given up 65. Uh, Lexington, and these are ordered by conference record, by the way. Uh, so conference record-wise, Lexington coming in at number two right now in the OCC. They did win tonight against Mount Vernon. They're 1-0 in the conference, 2-2 two and two overall. They've dropped kind of quietly 141 points this year. They're kind of keeping pace with West Holmes offensively. The defense uh, is improving quite a bit, too. Uh, they have given up almost 100 points, so that'll have to improve a little bit. But Lexington's offense is right there with anybody in the area right now. Uh, Worcester... Did not play a uh, conference game tonight. They are 2-2 two and two in the non-conference. And they have actually given up more than they've scored this year, Nick. I wonder when the last time you could say that about Worcester was after four weeks. Yeah, again, you know, I think it's just going to be a down year. They lost a lot of athletes from last yeah, year's team. And a coach. Yeah. New head coach. How do you replace the legendary Doug Haas? He did such an amazing job at Worcester. and You get a young guy in there now, and I think it's going to take a year or two for him to build up yeah. that program back. And uh, we will be there, actually, with Lexington on fearthevillage.com for the call next week at Worcester. Should be a great matchup uh, for these two teams as Lexington. I, and I know they kind of let one slip away last week against Clear Fork, but their offense is red hot. They've scored at least four touchdowns in every game so wow. far. So it'll be a, an interesting one over there at Worcester next week. Madison has been idle now for the second week in a row. They're 0-2 on the year. Uh, they've only scored 13 points through the first two games. Uh, so hopefully they've been working on some offense in their, during their time off. Ashland, as we mentioned a little bit ago, 0-4. They have not played a conference game yet. They've given up, though, 
uh, 80 points more than they've scored. That is just not like Ashland. Uh, senior high, your team, Nick, uh, dropped a heartbreaker tonight. They're 0-1 in the conference. Still 3-1 overall. Uh, they've they've been doing a, a decent job scoring. They've played some pretty good defense, but they just had some tough breaks tonight and uh, fell. And then Mount Vernon rounding out the OCC at the bottom. They have uh, actually they've scored just about as many as they've given up. 111 points for 109 given up. So wow. Mount Vernon's kind of even keel there as far as scoring and giving up points. But their record, um, unfortunately for them. Is one and three overall and zero oh and one in the conference. Shelby and the Moac is at the top of the conference. They are one and zero oh in the conference, three and one overall. They put up one hundred and seventy-four points, Nick, through uh, th- through four weeks. There is one team in the area that's given up or that has uh, scored more than them. We'll get to them in a minute. Uh, Galleon three and one overall, one and zero oh in the conference. Marion Pleasant one and three overall, but they have that one win tonight against Harding in the conference. So we're going to put them at third in the Moac. Uh, Idle in the Moac tonight, uh, but playing a non-conference game was Clear Fork. They're two and two. Uh, River Valley three and one, but they fell tonight. Their own one in the conference. Harding two and two overall fell tonight in the conference. Their own one. And Ontario has one win this year. They're one and three, but they fell in the conference tonight. And the KMAC Northmore four and zero. Oh. They won their conference opener tonight. They sit at the top of the KMAC. East Knox three and one overall, one and zero oh in the conference. And then Highland and Danville, both 2-2, two and two, but won their games in the KMAC tonight. Losing in the KMAC tonight, Centerburg with a 2-1 and one record. They were idle last week, uh, but they fell tonight in the KMAC, their own one. Mount Gilead and Fredericktown, both 2-2, two and two, fell in the KMAC tonight. And Cardington also uh, at the bottom of the KMAC. They are 1-3 and 0-1 and oh and in the KMAC. Seneca East, the team that's put up the most points in the area, Nick. Any guesses on how many they've scored? No idea. Seneca East has put up 187 points in four weeks. Wow. Some quick math on that. They're averaging about 45 points a game. Uh, so Seneca East, 3-1 and one at the top of the Northern 10. Carey with a big win tonight, though. They're 3-1 and one also tied for first in the Northern 10. Winford and Upper Sandusky, both 2-2 two and two overall, but 1-0 and oh in the conference. And then you've got at the bottom of the Northern 10, rounding out the bottom. Colonel Crawford, 3-1, and one, but they fell tonight in the conference. Buckeye Central, 2-2, two and two, fell tonight. And the Northern Ten and Bucyrus and Mohawk both one and three and zero oh and one in the conference. Firelands Crestview sits all alone at the top at four and zero. Oh. They're one and zero oh in the conference after a big win tonight. Monroeville two and two won their Firelands opener tonight. Saint Paul was idle in the conference, but they're three and zero. Oh. Uh, they play tomorrow night, correct, Nick? Saint Paul, as yes, they, as they do because they don't have lights at their stadium. So uh, don't they have to borrow someone's stadium up there in Norwalk and play on Saturdays? occasionally yes they play at the stadium where the truckers play they share a stadium so that's why so anytime norwalk the truckers are at home st paul has to wait till saturday to play south central one and two and mapleton one and two both were also idle tonight in the conference and at the bottom plymouth three and one but they did lose their firelands opener tonight and western reserve three and one lost their opener tonight some other uh teams of note lucas four and oh sandusky two and two norwalk one and three loudonville oh and four willard oh and four and crestline Oh, and four. So we've got your scores. We've got your standings. We might go over the scores again here in just a minute. But, Nick, first of all, talk a little bit about your game. Get it off your chest. The Tigers lose a heartbreaker to West Holmes. 20-17 to 17 tonight at Arlen Field, and Nick covered it all for us. Well, you know, the game kicked off, what, three or four minutes after 7 o'clock. It was halftime, Corey, 
at 7.48, we went to halftime. It was wow. such a rapidly moving yeah. first half. No kidding. And, you know, the, the, the Tigers and the, the Knights, uh, let me pull it up here, but it was 7-7 seven to seven at the half, but it was just a defensive war, especially in the first quarter, if my phone's going to work here. I'm trying to get you the box score real quick. Here we go. This is courtesy of Mr. John Davis from Mansfield Senior. So uh, Garrett Estep, uh six-yard touchdown pass from Noah Clark with 8.29 to go in the first quarter, made it 7-0 to West Holmes. But then uh, a couple of huge pass plays from Brock Hill set up a 32-yard touchdown pass from Brock to Keontes Bradley with 64 seconds after the West Holmes touchdown. So it was only a three-play drive. The Tigers tied it up at 7, so we went into the locker room at 7. Third quarter, the Tigers took advantage off a blocked uh, kick, and it was returned, uh, blocked punt, excuse me, at midfield, and it was returned by Ricky Mills. Brock Hill, one-yard touchdown run. Tigers took the lead. Then they forced a three and out. They got the ball back in the third quarter. Sean Putt hit a 28-yarder. Tigers are up 17-7. to I'm thinking in my mind, Tigers are going to cruise. It's going to be a good night. <laughs> You know, and back in my mind, I even joked with John Davis, and he got mad at me off the air when we were in a commercial because I was like, start the bus. And he got really mad at me for saying that because I jinxed him. I'll be honest, <laughs> Coach Bradley, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I'll take the blame for the loss tonight because then the wheels fell off the bus for the Tigers. West Holmes took advantage of some Tiger mistakes. Uh, you know, Brock Hill interception, and then you saw the – the the sheer yes. uh, touchdown run that was an incredible yeah. eighty yard touchdown pass from um, drawing a blank Noah, Noah Clark. Clark to uh, Brett Shear and he was literally running over defenders and he just knocked Avion Gross to the ground with, with his back sh- shoulder pads and it was just ridiculous and uh, ever since that play it just changed the game it really did and the Tigers couldn't well recover. here's here's the good news Nick. I've got good news for you. According to JoeIdle.com, Mansfield Senior still number three in the region. They only fell two spots. West Holmes did, though, take the number one spot in the region. I don't blame them. So here we go. Uh, Division three, region 10. West Holmes sits at the top. Norton uh, is second. West Holmes, by the way, is number one by a lot, by almost a half a point. Uh, Mansfield Senior, then a big drop-off. They're two points behind West Holmes now, but still retain that third spot. Buckeye out of Medina is the fourth spot in Division Three, Region 10. Bay Village, or Bay High School, mm-hmm. is uh, fifth. River Valley, even though they really haven't played a tough schedule and they lost tonight, is still sixth in the region, which is good enough for a home game this year. Wow. Padua Franciscan, their seventh, Tiffin Columbian, where you're headed next week, Nick. Uh, they're the eighth team in the region. So those top eight teams would get a home game if the playoffs started today. Now here would be the away teams. At number nine, Cleveland Central Catholic. Number 10 would be Lexington after week four. We would head to Padua uh, Franciscan up there in Cleveland should the playoffs begin today, which they don't. Uh, but just something to look for. Rocky River, number 11. Sylvania Southview, which you're familiar with, Nick. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number 12. Sandusky, 13. Holy Name from Parma Heights, 14. Cloverleaf out of Lodi, 15. And uh, Toledo Rogers, 16. Any other teams in the region are out, if you did not hear that, including Ashland and Madison, two teams from around here. Uh, as of right now, both out. 
Uh, okay, now let's go over to Division Four, Region 14. So this would be like Ontario, Shelby, et cetera. Uh, Van Wert is at the top of that region. Uh, Toledo Scott, number two. Bellevue, number three. Port Clinton, number four. Galleon has climbed up to the number five position wow. in Division 14, or t- Division Four, Region 14, believe it or not. Uh, Triway out of Worcester is 2-0 and now. They're number six. Rocky River Lutheran West, number seven. Sandusky Perkins, number eight. Shelby falls to number nine in the region. That would be an away game if the playoffs started today for the Whippets. And they won tonight, too. Um, you've got Clyde at number 10. Huron, number 11. Clear Fork, number 12. They would be in the playoffs today with a 2-2 two and two record. Brookside from Sheffield, number 13. Firelands. Uh, 14, Keystone, LaGrange, 15, and Rossford, 16. Upper Sandusky would just be out at the 17 spot, Ontario down at 21. Uh, and that pretty much rounds out the area for that region. Let's head to Division Two, Region 7. Um, Big Walnut, number one, Canal Winchester at number two. Lake and Green, both from Uniontown, are third and fourth. Olentangy, Berlin is fifth. Westerville South 6th, Maslin Washington 7, Whitehall Yearling 8. Um, and then the bottom 8 uh, that would get into the playoffs but would have to go away would be Marion Harding, number 9. They are in the playoffs as of right now with a 2-2 two and two record. Dublin, Scioto, Hoover at number 11, Independence from Columbus, number 12, Licking Heights, 13, St. Charles out of Columbus, 14, and Nick Worcester would be 15 right now in wow. the region. And get this, tied for 16th. It's a two-way tie for that last playoff spot in Division Two, Region 7. Mount Vernon, with a 1-3 and three record, would have a chance to be in the playoffs if they started today. They're tied right now for that 16 spot. It's just ha- it's that's a, a little it, baffling. Well, you know, it really comes down to who you defeat. I think that's yeah. the reason why the Tigers are still third. Yes, that North Canton win yep. is huge. Yep, um, it really would have helped them if Harding would have won tonight. But I yeah. mean, they were coming into and one, and then Norwalk won tonight. So right. um, everyone that you know won, or everyone that they beat won. So that really helped the Tigers tonight. So. And, of course, Lexington beating a Division II team. Mount Vernon already had a win. Ontario winning last week actually helped Lexington. Yep. So Lex moved up six spots tonight, and Mansfield only drops three. So a good night, even though Mansfield lost a good night in the end here for the uh, VSBN family of networks, so to speak, as both of our teams right now would be in the playoffs if they started today. Uh, Nick, any final words for uh, week number four? Anything you're looking forward to next week? Anything, final thoughts on this week? Oh, this week, you know, it was a tough one for the Tigers tonight, but they'll shake it off. I mean, Coach Bradley will have them practice hard. It was just, it was a huge game, and emotions got, you know, run high in these big games. Um, Yes, it was a game they should have won, but credit West Holmes. They made big plays. Well, Coach Zach Gardner does a terrific job over there at West Holmes. He, this is his fifth season. And um, I was just impressed with their running back, the transfer from Loudonville, yeah. um, Sam Williams-Dixon. You'll see him in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. uh, for Lexington. The kid is very athletic. He can run through the tackles. He can run off tackle. I mean, he's just a fantastic uh, all-purpose running back, too. He catches out of the backfield. 
Um, great two-way player, too. He plays on defense. So West Holmes a good football team. So yeah. uh, I think that uh, everyone's preseason favorite for West Holmes to win is legit. I think they're going to win the OCC now. Wow. It's possible. Um, they do still have a couple tough tests. Uh, of course, they've got Worcester. It's always a big rivalry. Uh, you know, Lexington, the way they're putting up points, can compete with anybody. Um, and uh, that that could be a tough test for West Holmes. Um, but sort of the bottom of the OCC right now is not looking uh, very competitive. So I think the Madison Rams are just waiting for wrestling to start. So <laughs> Nick throwing some last-second barbs here on uh, intentional grounding, normally with Tyler Johnson tonight. You're with Corey Durbin and uh, Nick Michaels. Uh, Tyler will be back next week, and we're uh, go ahead, Nick. Oh, Nick, uh, week five coming up. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the Tigers as they try to bounce back against Stephen Columbian. More conference games in the area next week. Yeah, you guys are at Worcester. I think that's going to be a really good game. Uh, you know, that was a good win for Lexington tonight. Go down to Mount Vernon. And uh, you said Cole Pollard had five touchdowns, right? Yeah, we didn't actually get too much into that. But, yeah, yeah quickly before we go here, Cole Pollard had five touchdown passes tonight. Four of them were to Hudson Moore, and wow. all four were on a bootleg. The same play all four times. But he did throw a strike to Carter Newman, the sophomore, 40 yards right down the middle of the field. Great catch in the end zone. And then Carson Berry added a one-yard touchdown tonight as well to his total on the season. He's got nine touchdowns through four weeks by himself. He's a stud, and, you know, they needed that tonight because that was a heartbreaker last week. That yeah. was a game – I understand your pain now because you felt like this last week, <laughs> what I'm feeling yeah. tonight, a game that they literally let – I can't talk – slip away. So I've been talking all That's after but, midnight. I know. I know. It's crazy, though. Uh, but, yeah, good good, good night win. for Lex. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hung 40 tonight. And, like I said, they've scored at least four touchdowns in all four games so far. So good for them. That's awesome. And uh, we'll look to keep it going next week at Worcester. Nick, uh, once again, where are you at next week and what time are you going on? Uh, Tiffin Columbian, uh, the Tornadoes and the Tigers. I'll be on at 6.30 p.m. from Columbian High School with kickoff at 7 p.m. on GoTigers.com. And uh, Nick Lazier and myself, Corey Durbin, will be on the call at Worcester next week, pregame show at 640. Should be a good one. Worcester and Lex, both 2-2 two and two now. Uh, but Worcester's first OCC game will be next week, now that they uh, did not have to play Madison tonight. So they'll be trying to start things off on the right foot in the OCC. And Lexington will try to continue where they picked up tonight in the OCC with a A big win over Mount Vernon. Thanks for joining us on the shortened version of Intentional Grounding tonight. Again, this is Corey Durbin, Nick Michaels, and uh, Tyler Johnson will be back next week. But uh, we're glad to have you along with us tonight. And uh, have a good weekend. And we look forward to to, uh, broadcasting some of our games with you all next week. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for going deep with us on Intentional Grounding on VSBNRadio.com. Please join us again next week for all the scores and stories in high school football at VSBNRadio.com.